0: Welcome, citizens. You're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers
1: always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours
0: start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Citizens, it is October and if you're listening in North America or the top half of the, the globe, it is that cool down time. We're in the thick of fall. New Amsterdam Radio is brought to you by SeatGeek. You know, I have to go to things all around my town, Los Angeles, and even New York when I go back home to see my parents. And I make sure that I get my tickets from SeatGeek. You can too. Hit up SeatGeek. Use promo code FLOBITO. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O to get $20 off your first order. So do that, please. SeatGeek. Tell them I sent you. And, of course, the website here is newamsterdam.com. newamsterdam.com, now a mobile-friendly site. Go check it out and get yourself locked in the loop of how you can follow the show on social media and find out everything we're working on underneath the New Amsterdam Entertainment banner like this show. And our guest this week is Mr. Slade. Mr. Slade is in the great north of Canada and is bringing back rock and roll and doing it while carrying the banner for South Asian and the queer community. It was a cool time hanging out with Mr. Slade about what makes him tick and what he wants to accomplish with his music career. You'll enjoy it. So let me know what you think. You can hit me up on that social media, at New Amsterdam on Instagram or new underscore Amsterdam on Twitter with your thoughts of this week's episode. But enough of me talking and chatting and flapping my gums. It's now time for my chat, Mr. Slade. Welcome back to New A.M. Sam Raider, the podcast for As It is I, the mayor, Flobo Voice, in the mayor's office, talk with movers and shakers. And well, my guest on this episode has me moving, has me feel I can shake my bomb bomb in a rock club. Give it up for Mr. Slate. How's it going?
1: Great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: What, how do you describe yourself? Because I, I tried to describe what, your interview to my friends today, and I goes, well, it's like old school, new school, kind of his own thing, but kind of has references. Like, it's a ball of interestingness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, I think a lot
1: of it has to do with like, my inspiration. I think nowadays everyone's inspired by, like, no one's music collection is just one genre, right? Yeah. And I think... Um, I'm honored the fact that you said it. You, you shook your bonbon to it. I think that might be my my official description. <laughs> music to shake your bonbon to.
0: That's, That's the, the way to describe that. it. <laughs> so, what what got you into music? I know there's many different ways to express yourself. I mean, music is either harder or easier than before. I hear both ways, but when you decide to go, this is my path.
1: Um, it was. I was working in retail and I hated it. Um, and um, you know, me, and my friends, we I would just like write songs about them. Um, like, really really stupid stuff, and, like, it turned out it was very, very catchy, and I thought, oh, this would be kind of fun. I went to school for theater, so I always loved performing. Um, I loved being an artist and, like, finding different avenues of creativity, and so I kind of um, gravitated towards more of a metal, dancey, rock kind of fusion of music, Um, mainly because, A, no one's doing it, and also, too, like I said, like, if you look through anyone's playlist, it's going to be, like random variants, right? Like, no one yeah. listens to just one kind of music. So I thought, why not, it's kind of cool to combine different types of genres and different types of elements.
0: Well, let me take a step back. So you are a theater kid. Is that people, theater kids all comes to theater kids? It's kind of weird. You're yeah. like 80 years old. I'm a theater kid, uh, <laughs> but you went to retail. So that must have been a little bit of a, a jump that you didn't see coming, right? Was it? Was it torturous as it sounds? Was oh it my god! Like, yeah, a hundred percent. But you I know, did food service. I didn't do retail. Per oh, joke. you did? Okay, yes. Okay.
1: It's, it's awful, um, and it was high end retail service okay. too. So it's just like, ugh. yeah. Yeah.
0: Why didn't you quit? Why don't you say, you know what? I still want to do the entertaining side. I still want to do music. A lot of people um, kind of get used to that whole up across like structured life,
1: you know? Yeah. Well again, have you ever worked in retail?
0: <laughs> I have a food service. Yeah, there you go.
1: It's like Ten <laughs> minutes in, I'm like, oh god, this is 10 yeah. minutes too long.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you. One of my um my my least server jobs i it was in between work i had just graduated grad school and i i was delivering groceries for this uh delivery grocery app and and there's nothing more demoralizing than bringing people their food because they're kind of like i don't like this i went over there <laughs> like, i hate it did but, you ever you know, think about, mm,
1: taste testing anything first
0: uh, you know what i did but i said that's his bad karma because i know it's going to happen to me and i can't say anything about it that's true um, that's true <laughs> so, so, like, like yourself, I, I, I am a person of color, uh, and for people in our community, it's always a thing about getting a real job. Uh, mm-hmm. When you decide to go into music, was your support system, family, friends, network all about it? No, it not basically? at all. <laughs> you know, the, yeah.
1: my, my parents are immigrants from Sri Lanka, so you can imagine they're oh, like, wow. yes, by all means, yeah, go into the arts. And it's really funny, my brother went to the Ontario College of Art as well. Or I didn't go there, but he went there. So it's like, oh, man, double whammy for immigrant families. You know, two kids who are going into the arts as opposed to being a doctor or an engineer. So um, no, to answer your question, no, like virtually no support. Um, But that's never stopped me, though.
0: Yeah. It it definitely has, so you definitely has not You have uh, some releases now. Let's talk about the latest one, Love Assassin. Mm -hmm. Um, there gotta be a story behind that, like you out there just just charming people left and right, or some other kind of significance.
1: Um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, anytime I write something, it's from both perspectives. I mean, we've all been. Um, I think we can all be guilty of being a heartbreaker at some point to someone, right? So it's, it's kind of written from both perspectives of like, you know, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, when when you say both perspective, are you someone that was like a an inadvertent heartbreaker, or you had a, a phase where you were the one throwing daggers off the right, like sorry?
1: <laughs> oh gosh, remember that question about personal questions? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I
0: disappeared. laughs> totally understand. Totally understand. Um,
1: <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. I mean, I think especially especially when you're in your 20s or whatnot, I mean, you, you kind of have to have experience being both, you know, getting your heart broken and being a heartbreaker, right? Yeah. So,
0: so what does the, the lab look like? Do you do you work out of the home studio? Do you go out? Do you take time out to to record? What's that like?
1: So it's a little bit of both. So I don't like to write at home. I don't like working. I don't like writing with people. It's such a weird, vulnerable position to be in. So right. Generally speaking, I'll put together song, lyrics, melody, drums, and then I have a guitarist that I work with, and I'll generally be like, I, I want it to sound like this, and I'm much more visual than I am audio, sure. um, and so I'll just go with some sort of visual references, and sometimes I'll just be like, it needs to sound like this, and that's kind of generally how I work.
0: Right. Well, if I can, don't want me prying a bit, why is it so uh, unnatural to, to collaborate writing with other people?
1: Because it's such a weird, it's like being, um, it's like standing naked in front of someone. Fair. Like, it's such a weird, vulnerable, I mean, you're a writer, right? Like, you write, you, you know, when you're doing your comedy act or whatnot, when you're writing, it's, it's such a weird, vulnerable position to be in because you have to be prepared to be like, okay, that sucks, right? And you have to, like, be prepared to look like you suck. So it's, it's such a weird, um, I'm a type A Virgo control freak, so that's not my, my uh, I'm not that's not my comfort zone.
0: Yeah, I, I would say the one of the few times I did uh, group comedy writing sessions, I'll go as far as, like, an overall thing, like, spaceship, and then I'll go when I go home and try to do all the tags and bits yourself. It's kind of interesting why that's the case.
1: It's very weird. I, like, I don't know how people can do that, group writing. I, I, I hate it. Yeah, I'm very man. good with, like, here, okay, here's my draft. Go spend a week editing it. Come up with something. Send it to me, and then and then we'll work on it that way.
0: Are are you someone that waits for inspiration? Are you kind of like when you get in the mood and something strikes you, or you make a time out of your day like eight to nine PM is <laughs> time. Like, inspiration time? Uh, yeah. No, no,
1: no. It's just like when it hits me. Oftentimes, I'll just write things into my phone or just like hum a melody into my phone and then then just go home and then flesh it out and turn it into a song. Yeah,
0: what's missing from rock and roll today? Balls. Oh
1: snap! Do you know what I mean? Like, there's everything is so sanitized. I think rock and roll needs to be a little bit dangerous and a little bit not cool and not so polished. Um, Hmm. I think that's what's missing that 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 the guts, you know, like the. I think in general, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm griping on all music, but I think that's what's kind of missing that kind of rawness to it.
0: Were you a concert kind of person, or did you like get the albums High Fidelity? What was your music taking experience when you were a civilian?
1: Um, probably a bit of both, listening to music on albums, watching videos, and and then, of course, going to live shows. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, a little bit of everything.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about the name, Mr. Slate. Uh, the significance of that, does that mean anything? Were were you just decided that one day this is how I felt, also ego style, or anywhere between?
1: Yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. I mean, to me, Mr. Slate is more, um... You know, that part of, like, we all have different personalities in our head, or these least, I oh, think yeah. do, right? So there's always, you know, there's that... that, that no! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Globo voice. <laughs>
0: yeah, <I> know, right?
1: <laughs> right? So to me, Mr. Slate was that, uh, the character in my head of, you know, like when you're feeling your ultimate confident and cool and sexy and just kind of, you know... Um, Not arrogant, but like just kind of like just enjoying life and just kind of no fear, confident kind of way. And that was kind of my character and that my music kind of stems from that. Mm. Um, You know, ideally, I want people to listen to my music and feel like a badass, even if you're doing your dishes. Right. I think, you know, find moments in your life or moments in your day when you can feel like a badass and connect to that person. And for me, that was Mr. Slade.
0: I can imagine that. Hey, we doing clean my bathroom like a G. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, though. I think
1: like in our mundane, not mundane, but in our day to day lives, right? It can be really mundane, and then you turn on the news, and everything is really depressing. So I think it's just really important to have just moments of your day where, yeah. um, you know it could just be crazy fun. And you can pretend you're on the back of a motorcycle and, you know, the wind's blowing through your hair and you're a badass.
0: Yeah, when did With it click for paint. you that, that this, this was it? Like, I know in the, in the olden days, there was uh, friends in the car hearing a song on the radio, but that doesn't really happen as much anymore. What was the moment for you going, holy crap, I made it, this is me. hmm So, um, I mean,
1: I think it was just like, just knowing that people listen to my music, I know it sounds really stupid, but I mean, nowadays in the music world, there's so much competition and there's so much music and there's so much out there. So yeah. when you do have like a DM where someone says, that song is really cool, that to me is like making it.
0: Because yeah,
1: like, yeah. Great. You, you connected to it. So I'm happy. I did my job.
0: And and the the fam, are they on board now? I see you have a couple of songs, a couple of albums out there. Is it kind of, kind of like, no, it's still a work in progress. Screw them. I do it for me.
1: Screw them. I do it for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby.
0: I'm all about that life. No, right. Yeah, screw
1: them. Me. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I think it's important just to, you know, with all the respect to family and all that and your loved uh. ones and everything like that, but I think Don't ever expect or wait for someone to understand you before you do your art, because you're going to be incredibly disappointed. Do it for yourself. Right. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here, but like it's just, you know, do it for yourself.
0: And because of that, my next question is what what does your team look like now? Who's on board with Mr. Slade?
1: All right. So my media team right now is just me, my guitarist and a social media person to help me with like social media stuff because I suck at that.
0: Oh, well, I just want to say your social media your channel. I was like, man, I have to get on it because I'm so lackadaisical with it. So, oh, really? If you, if okay, you thank want you. Pass along that... a uh, business card. Let me know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you think about uh, what inspires you, uh, as far as your your concepts you said about your life experiences, but just like I mean, besides music, what inspires the person? who keeps you going? What kind of fans of other things you are? What What do you look for when it comes to other artists? Um
1: what inspires me is just having fun. I think I know it sounds really dumb, but it really is just like how much of my life or how much of my day can I just have fun? Like just whether it's with friends, with uh, loved ones, family, whatever, or even by myself. Right. I think there's, um, we're so inundated with things that we have to do and goals and, and builds and things like that. And just day-to-day life that I think something is as silly as just taking 10 minutes to dance to your favorite for my mental health and for everything. It just kind of like, um, makes life worth living, so to speak.
0: Uh, so we are talking about this before we went we went live that you're actually out, out of Toronto, uh, the Great White uh, North. Uh, what what's the scene like there? If I want to go down there, I want to see a Mr. Slade show. What can I expect? Do I have to dress a certain way? Do I have to bring my own makeup? Uh,
1: <laughs> you look, my friend, you're looking great. You, know, like, you can give you can give us tips over here. All right, you nothing to worry about in the fashion department. Um, nothing at all to worry about. Well, right now it's a bit, it's a sweater weather, so I mean okay. I don't know if you like that. Sweater weather is pretty awesome, but I mean in terms of, if you come to a Mr. Slade show, expect a lot of sweating oh yeah that's cool so you got a lot of yeah. dancing a lot of sweating
0: so what's a crowd like i don't want to i don't is it kind of your music is an like straight alternative it's not really like like emo stuff like what what who goes to a Mr. show do you well, have a... Have, um
1: a lot of uh luckily a lot of girls um and like boyfriends hey, right well hey <laughs> um it, it's more of a party it's a little bit more of a party thing but the interesting thing is of course to your point trying to like figure out like who, who's going to like my music, which was, you know, incredibly daunting because it, your, to your point, it's not alternative. It's not metal. It's a little bit of a little bit of everything. So I'm, I'm very lucky that, you know, um, when we do put on shows, it's, it's a good mixture of people, which people looking to have fun.
0: Yeah. So for a lot of us, uh, the, the pandemic affected creatives a little bit differently. I, I wouldn't say the worst, because obviously you really can't compare. But it for me especially, it was, hey, look, you can't do this because of this. You have to stay home because of that. Uh, that impacted you in a certain way. And if it was it a net negative, the pandemic, or was it a net positive when it was all said and done? Um, I would say, I think, collectively, it was quite negative. I
1: mean, I mean it was such, it was so daunting, and you really had to kind of find moments to, to, to find joy. So in that way, I mean, in anything, any situation that is challenging, there's always sparks of joy that you can find, right? And learn and grow from that. So for me, I found creatively, everyone had to take a pause, right? There's no performing, no nothing. So you really have to take a backseat and a pause. And it was kind of a good way to kind of recalibrate yourself. For me, I found at least to recalibrate and figure out, okay, you know, it's not circumstance anymore. It's something I'm putting out on purpose, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Like it's not just... Everything's great. this is a good time to go. It's like no, everything sucks. you have to like purposely find something you have to put effort into finding something to ride that that vibrational frequency to make you happy if that makes sense
0: yeah, and did you come out with like a here's my five year plan baby or it was kind of like, hey man Zen take it one week at a time bro uh,
1: literally take <laughs> it one week take it one day at a time. <laughs> Five-year plan.
0: <laughs> hey, people are about that life. You know? yeah, I, I'm yeah, not, yeah. but I'm not about that
1: life. I mean, um, you can see I'm in a... <laughs> oh, so, for sure.
0: That's how it is sometimes. You know, That's, that's my that, manager. and
1: no, I'm joking. Th-
0: there is a rolling office of situation going yeah. on. So, so 2022 is almost done. Uh, 2023 is on the horizon. What does Mr. Slate want to do? We're talking about more music? We're talking about going on tour? Yeah, it's more like music. Anime series? What's up? Yeah,
1: yeah, more music, more music, more music. Um... Yeah, more, I mean, it's, it's incredibly daunting and challenging, but also incredibly rewarding at the same time. So yeah, more means. but also too, at the same time, you know, on a personal note, just finding, just going with the flow in terms of what life has, right? As long yes. as I have opportunities to be creative and exercise my creativity, I'm happy.
0: What do you want personally right now after the next year and a half your, your career is going to fly off is are you looking for the the giant house Are you looking for the taxi part no. of life are you trying to 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 climb Mount Everest <laughs> what is some person that thoughts?
1: I would love to climb no I'm I'm um, I'm over dramatic I think I'd get like 10 feet and be like
0: oh, it's you know? so cold yeah and like, a big
1: like live I would live record everything of me like having a panic like I am over dramatic <laughs> you, know, would, you live record that I would I'd be like oh, I 100 I would do that um, I think it's it's just uh, to reach more people and to, um, if I can make people shake their bonbon, I'm happy. The more people I can do that, <laughs> to, I'm happy.
0: What's been the craziest thing or the best thing that a fan or someone that likes your music hit you up and told you or presented with you? A gift, a live dialogue, a handshake?
1: Oh, I'm sure there's a couple of DMs, but I'm not going to share that here. <laughs> uh, anything you would love to share. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rating on this show again?
0: Uh, it <laughs> is actually explicit if you want it to. <laughs> We're open here
1: <laughs> no I'll, pr- I'll protect the perverted <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so a lot of times there's everyone that has the the spark the creative spark in their head like, I, I want to be like Mr. Slate they're doing it they have the albums or the releases they have the shows that I want to do but XY Z but I have a job but I have a kid but I don't know about time because it because it's Thursday um, what made you push through the ups and downs and I assume there were downs and then you can share for kind of advice for those who may be in the same position.
1: I think you just need to find something that you have no choice in, right? I mean, I think it's so easy to quit and be like, okay, oh, I'm gonna give this like another month and then I'm gonna quit. But then you get close to that month where you think you're gonna quit. And if it doesn't kill you to quit, then you're not doing the right thing, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. I think art or whatever your passion should just flow from you because it has to flow from you and you'll die if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what other people or how other people react to it. It just really is, has to be something you have to do until
0: you die yeah that That is dark (laughs) (laughs) you have to do this or you will perish
1: (laughs) or or you know what i mean i think it's just like find something that you're so passionate about that it'd be like if i didn't do this um what would be the point right and i don't think again i think again it should really come from within and not looking for a reaction or anything it should just really if it comes from within then it's worthwhile doing it doesn't matter who's listening
0: I know I teased you earlier about goals, but do you have a list of, of, of venues and or countries you want to visit on the music side? Like, hey, bring your music to Europe or Asia or... or well, I was going to say Holland. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> Amsterdam. That'd be, that'd be I was
1: prepared say. to say, hello, people of Holland. <laughs> 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 I can't wait to see you.
0: Right. We're <laughs> going to say cool.
1: that. No, I can't. Um, but, I mean, I love Europe. I love America. So, I mean, those two would be ideal. Those would be great.
0: Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I always say as a, as a comic, there's like there's like two places, that ironically, that I want to go visit. I say ironically because I'm from New York, I live in Los uh-huh. Angeles, but like I, I have to perform in New York on some level because comedy. It's the epicenter of the world, my friend. Epicenter of the world, <laughs> but then there's always like Tokyo is kind of like, you need to come here for some reason. I don't know why or how, there's all, I'm not sure what the comedy scene is in Tokyo, but I've been I think to get But to
1: that's me. the thing, is then that means you need to do it. Your inner soul is screaming, you need to be in Tokyo and like figure, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a mind trip.
0: Yeah, I, I bet it would be. Because no one ever comes back going, ah, I was lame. I'm
1: sure it's gonna be like a crazy <laughs> yeah. uh, experience. I think it's hundred percent. That that's your that's your soul calling you to it. I'll I'll tell you. The it. next time we speak, you'll be back from Tokyo.
0: <laughs> Crossing fingers. I've I asked a question from the cliche podcast question Ben, uh please forgive me. What's but I'm I'm, I'm doing the imaginary pantomime. <laughs> but um when it comes to music, who what would you say are your inspirations? What things artists you love when you grow growing up?
1: Mm, I would say like Blondie, uh, ACDC, um, geez, that question is so, um, it's
0: basic.
1: (laughs) I know. Here I'm drawing a blank, you know, anything that MTV or Much Music played.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good one.
1: I think that's kind of the cool thing too. I mean, I think my music is a a cross-hybrid of everything, just because Um, I'm not sure how old you are, but, like, I'm 45, so I grew up in the 80s. No.
0: yeah, they say that black don't crack and Asian don't raisin.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm 37
0: myself. Are you Okay,
1: so you kind of get my references, but, like, back in the day, you'd, you'd, you know, turn on MTV or much music, and you'd see, like, Smashing Pumpkins and TLC, and, like, it was just a mishmash of everything. It wasn't, music wasn't so segregated. So, in terms of inspiration, there was so much, so much. Yeah.
0: That's Against my will,
1: point. but I'm happy about that.
0: Against your will, we are you an MTV fan or much music fan. We have much or... music with the
1: Canadian version.
0: Right, 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 right. There's, there's, it's weird how like we share a border, but it's like two different worlds. Certain things, two different worlds. You know, like, it's true, yeah. it's
1: true. Well, that's yeah. another conversation.
0: <laughs> I would say, I tell this to my friends. Uh, the comedy Kim's Convenience will never be made in the United States. That's that's the reason why because the culture is so different.
1: It's so true. It's so true. Good show. It, Good it's show so true. true.
0: Uh, have you visited uh, down here, LA or Southern California?
1: I've been to New York several times. I've yet to go to California. It's 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 uh, it's on my it's dream list. I'll put it on my everybody. dream board. Uh, do you, oh, you have a dream board? No, I'm gonna start one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to start <laughs> one. <now>. one. <laughs> I have a dream pad. It just has like uh, phone numbers and like go to California. <laughs>
0: So I, I never had a dream board, but some of my guests do. I, I do lists. I, I'm the worst at that. I have a bucket list. I have a yearly list. That's the way I organize it. But my brother, for example, has a little cutout, little, a serial killer magazine clipping board on, <laughs> on the walls. So I, I don't know what you were used to on that. So. I think mean, I might start
1: a dream board, though. I mean, why not? I've always wanted to go to California. It's a big goal of mine.
0: Yeah, come on out. Uh, so what what is uh, a day off look like for Mr. Slate? There's no music, there's no work, there's nothing, no way to get money, just you chilling out for the day. What do you do?
1: Um, so I'm, I'm really, really annoying. I, uh, I usually wake up in the morning and I like make a schedule. So I'll schedule a nap from two to three. So it's usually like reading books, catching up with friends, uh, exercising or trying to exercise, um, really boring stuff. But I, I'm, I'm really big on lists as well. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: not boring at all. I schedule naps all the time.
1: Do you? I, it, it's the best thing about getting older is scheduling naps.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't call me between this time. It depends on the time I wake up. But I'm napping
1: from 2 to 3. Leave me alone. <laughs> this, is my, this is my me time.
0: What happens if you nap and get groggy afterwards? That's the worst. You
1: know what? Luckily, that's never happened to me. And also, too, I'm really notorious for falling asleep on the subway or on buses and trains, but I'm really great at waking up right before I need to.
0: You live in a major city. You see on trains, brother,
1: all the time. I know. What? I haven't been like serial murdered, but like <laughs> I up all the time. I'm surprised I haven't been serial murdered. You're really right. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Cut to the cut to cut to uh, Thursday, October 13th, when this launches, and I'm dead.
0: <laughs> I know. Awkward. I do also see your life, Lobo. Mm. Uh, so, listen one more time. The, the the new single is out. It's called "Love Assassin." Now, I gotta ask you, a preview a little sneak peek. What's coming out of the pipe for Mr. Slade? What can I be on the lookout for?
1: So, I have a really uh, beautiful acoustic ballad coming out in December, and then more music in January.
0: Oh. So it's, it never stops. It never, never
1: stops. stops.
0: That's nope. what I like about it.
1: Well, nope. want there's a whole slew of another album right after that. So Really? Yes.
0: Any, any names you can drop, or is it no. Hush Hush Top Secret? I'll, okay.
1: I'll DM it to you. I'll private message it to
0: you. <laughs> yes, can't wait. Uh Thank you so much for being on the show, Mr. Slade. Now's the time. you get to put everything over if someone wants to learn more about you, your music, your brand, how they can book you for a show, how they go about doing that.
1: So you can find me, Mr. Slate, on all streaming platforms, M-R-S-L-A-D-E. Uh, you can join me on Instagram. You know, I'm really terrible at this. I always forget my Instagram handle. Um, that's why I have somebody who helps me with my, my social medias. But Mr. Slate on Instagram. So you can find me on Spotify and Instagram, uh, as well as Facebook. And you can reach out to me there. I'm very uh, open to dirty DMs. So by all means, send those. Please send those. You might get yourself in a song. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, that's the way to get in the song. Why not? Uh, it, it's going to be at m r s l a d e m r slade 77 on Instagram. Yes. Make sure DMs are open. Thank you
1: for telling me my Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, because I had the wrong one for the longest time and it was broken. Oh, I-, I had to go look for it. <laughs> that's kind of journalist I am. <laughs> 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 Radio. Deep diving into in, in, Instagram handles. Well, thank you again so much. Can't wait to see what's coming down the pipe. Of course, it's going to blow up. And when you do blow up, don't forget about this show here.
1: Oh, now. yes. I LA to visit. With
0: you, yeah, I'll come through. It'll be fun. I live in Cobra City, It'll be a good time. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's k n e w amsterdam.com.
0: Until next time, this city is yours.